0: Great big beautiful tomorrow. Shining at the end of every day. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow.
1: And Hello and welcome back to Of Mice and Main Street Men. I am Tristan. And I am Sean. And on this week's episode we are talking about our top five things that we love about the magic kingdom. Yes. Yes. Not and what makes it
0: magical. Oh yes. Uh, that that's yeah. sort of where I went with my list. What, same. What same. makes it magic? Okay. Yeah, that's. I was what like, I did oh, well. did I misunderstand the no, assignment? No, 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 no. Was I supposed to pick like my five <laughs> magic attractions? No, no, because okay. I,
1: I, I was like, we could have done like top five attractions, but I was like, there's just things that I things. love about Magic Kingdom. So. Good. I did not fail the
0: assignment. <clears throat> no, 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 at no least, not at all.
1: At least I don't think so. We'll see how. I might fail the two in about a half hour. So what? what well, let's just uh, so. First of all, Magic Kingdom. I know for me that's where i start and end every trip mm, yeah because um, to me even though i have not been to the original disneyland mm-hmm. there's so much nostalgia wrapped up in magic kingdom itself um just from the looks the smells the sounds everything
0: i was and, uh yeah i and and i i am old enough that my first trip to disney was just the magic kingdom that was all that was there. Right. And so to me, that is, was, and always will be Disney World. I'm delighted that I now have three other amazing parks and a whole resort and water parks and everything <laughs> else. But when I fell in love with Disney World, that was Disney World. And and going with my parents on that first trip, which as I, I, as I said early on, uh, I think that's our first episode. I had talked about the fact that my father worked for the Kansas City Star. And uh, he had a connection then because there was a, a gentleman from the Kansas City Star who went down to handle all the pre-publicity and pre-opening. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, all the publicity stuff for uh, for Disney World and was still there uh, like three years later. Well, a couple years later, three, when, when my dad wanted to, to go down there. And, of course, he talked to his friend who got us park view contemporary resort on the fake 13th floor which i think is the 14th floor just goes from 12 to 14 or it used to but so my first experience of the magic kingdom was out my hotel window wow uh and and just being you know and i was eight and you know no wonder i'm still going back and what year four was that? Decades. Like how? Close that was seventy four. Wow. So it was three years after the park had opened.
1: Oh, that's that's insane.
0: Yeah. That oh, happened. that's so cool. I was yeah. It, <clears> it <throat> that's was so awesome. very special, and my parents took me out of school for it, so that was also special because sure. it was April. Wow. Um, and it just, I fell in love, and and it's it's been my passion ever since. But wow. But seeing it and then experiencing it for a few days and. So I'm very excited to talk about why I think it's magical.
1: Oh, that's so cool. I love that. So the first time I went was in 2015. Wow. Yeah.
0: And uh, Well, that's why we can bring different perspectives to this podcast. No, I've always
1: always wanted to go. I just wasn't able to go. Um, And uh, it was one of those things that I had watched YouTube videos and read books about, Mm. you know, the parks and, you know, how they... The Imagineering story on Disney Plus is one of the most fascinating uh, things ever, if you've ever... I loved it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and I love just seeing how everything happened down there. Yes. So um, I'm fascinated with the Magic Kingdom. And honestly, having gone to Marceline now and mm-hmm. kind of seeing what yep. his basis was is is really cool. But that's a whole other episode as well. Yeah, thank, we'll go. thank
0: goodness we have
1: some things to talk about in the future. <laughs> we have so um. many things to talk about. Uh,
0: so I guess let's start with your number five Sean, what is your number five? My number five um, i I made my number five in terms of magical things about the magic kingdom. Uh, for me and and this is obviously a newer take on it, but is is that feeling of being a kid again. Um, I once was a kid there, uh-huh. but now when I go back that that sense of being immersed in a world where I don't have to worry about the bill I had to pay yesterday or, you know, or parking or anything. I just, I get to be brought into this world where Imagineers have cared so much about creating such detail that, that you know, the, and those, those moments of wonder that, are, that come in some of the most unexpected places. We went uh, right after the new Fantasyland had opened and somebody said, oh, you've got to go do enchanted tales with Belle, and i was like well okay i guess you know i like beauty and the beast but you know it sounds like it's a show for kids or whatever and and i'm not gonna i I will try wholeheartedly never to give spoilers on this on this podcast uh but something happens and i i you know i we spend our lives in theater so we know how a lot of things are done I really don't know how it was done I just my jaw dropped because, Same I have no idea how that and I had a works. And I had a recent experience like that On Rise of the Resistance where I was Like I thought something Was going to go one way Because I know how Disney works I know Disney attractions mm-hmm. and It blew my mind and That the idea that I can go and Feel like a kid again and Be in awe is Is for me why feeling like A kid is number five yeah, I would, I would
1: tend to agree that's not my number five. But, yeah, there is something, like, super magical about that place. And, like, the minute I'm there, I'm like, home. Like, it's like you're lighter than you <laughs> were when oh. you walked in. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I would agree with the Enchanted Tales with Bell thing. I still – I. No idea. I've watched so many videos on it to just because I'm like I,
0: I know I know there's a there's a way. I don't want to know. I know how Pepper's ghost works, and I've stopped trying to research Disney effects. Give <laughs> Show me a lightsaber that works. I don't want to know how. Yeah. You did it. No. No. Well, there, Flight of Passage also has that one moment where you're like, how
1: did? Where did? How did that right. happen? So yeah. Well, that's a whole other rabbit hole. Too. What's your number five? So my number five is the music, actually my number four. See, yeah. So let's let your five and my four merge. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, I loved how the music transitions. That's one of my favorite things from land to land and how it's almost seamless. And it's insane, the sound design there. Um, but like, whenever I hear that like old jazzy music, i am transported back to main street usa every time it doesn't matter where i am if i hear it i'm like oh like put on your sunday clothes i've done hello dolly several times and <laughs> it does not matter it does not make me think of the show right. it makes me think of of you know main street usa so i think the music and that in magic kingdom they're they're memory makers
0: you right know? and and same for me in terms of you walk under the train station and you're just transported yeah. and the music is such an important part of that and it's, it's not like it's, you know, blasting you in the face. It's just, it's there. It, yeah. It's in the background, it's setting the tone. And, and you know, and when you go into Tomorrowland and this idea that, you know, you, you hear the sounds of Tomorrowland and, and you know, the, the, the jungle music that you hear in Adventureland, yeah. it's just, it always seems like it's there to help set the mood.
1: And I, I will fully admit, that I will go from one land to the other multiple times just to hear the transition transition because it's so impressively done. Right. Um,
0: And the kind of thing that you, you know, they they never really wanted you to notice it, but once you do, you're just in awe of the skill that went into, because what a mess that could be. Right. Even parades, I'm sometimes like, how are you enabling me to hear this section of a parade and not have it be this jumbled mess because yeah. the next float down is playing Be Our Guest and you're trying to, well, be part of your world, me. Right.
1: Well, one of the most impressive things about the music thing is as a parade goes by and a parade finishes, that other music slowly starts to fade up. You're like, this is genius. <laughs> and it's really not Somebody that should sell
0: this. Yes. Sell tickets by all means.
1: <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So the music is, is something that gets me uh, in Magic Kingdom every time.
0: All right. Well, that was my number four. So, uh, so what's your number?
1: Yeah. Four? So my number four is just all of Main Street USA. Okay. Um, the windows, learning about the history, about yeah. who they were, yes, um, and their contributions, and just the detail work, um, and what it's based on. And um, again, I kind of guess it goes back to the music as well. But like, there's just like you feel like you're transported to another time when you're walking down that. And, you know, that's so clever because you know it's just souvenir shops yeah. for the most
0: part. Uh, well, on the forced perspective, once I got too, older and yeah. began to understand that if I tried to stand up on the second floor or the third floor of a right. main street building, I would bang my head yeah. on the ceiling. But, you know, and, and with the castle too. it's It just, yeah. you, Those they're genius.
1: But I told um, my, my fiance Savannah, when we go down, uh, there's an afternoon where you guys can go do whatever you want, but I'm spending time on Main Street and just looking at all the detail in the windows and the architecture. Because I think it's such a fascinating place that I think a lot of people just kind of pass on by because they're just trying to get to right. the rest of the park. The
0: little porch where you could go sit in that right. rocking chair if a three-year-old isn't in it in yeah. way. Um, yeah. Well, and that's interesting because you just used architecture. Which segues to my third, hey. which, wow. And we did not plan Look this. at that. What we a didn't segue. talk about these. But, um, yeah, so my number three is architecture slash detail. Um, not just on Main Street, but, you know, when you go into Frontierland and you see the horseshoe oh, prints. so good. And it's like, you know, on a busy day, you're not looking down to, to notice those details, but they're there. The, you know the the walkways change from place to place, and and just the attention that goes into a, a building in Fantasyland, especially once the new Fantasyland opened, and and you know you had talked in the in the top ten list of queues how much Ariel's Grotto, uh-huh. you know, is just a magical place, and you know, how Disney tries to get all of the horticulture right.
1: Oh my god, that and, is another transition piece that's so cool.
0: So, so the, the architecture and the details were my number three.
1: So my number three, perfect segue as well, is the castle itself. Um, I don't know what it is about that damn thing. (laughs) But the first time I see it on any trip, I turn into just a, like, hot mess. And I remember the first time Harper saw it, too, I was like, oh, God. (laughs) Because, you know, she was like, oh, my gosh. it's Mickey's house is what she called it for the longest time. She called it Mickey's house. Um, Now she understands it's Cinderella Castle. But for the longest time, it was Mickey's house. And that just, like, rips your heart and, like... Like makes it all into butterflies, you know. Yeah. Uh, so for me, the castle still. And I, when I went down there without Harper this past spring, which I should be
0: shot as a parent. No, no. no. Um, there, it's as important. someone who goes without children constantly, I.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll do a show about. We will. That too. We will indeed. Wow, we're just yeah. We have all kinds of topics, but even with, I was like, I don't know if I'll have the same. Reaction to the castle without her totally mm. did. I was just a hot mess, but it was coming out of the pandemic where everything sucked and oh my, my career God, yes. was like you know. So it was just a great magical thing. But like that castle dude is so cool. Uh, yes.
0: Now I have also lived long enough that I lived through the birthday cake. I, and, and I've heard tell, but but you know, and I have a T-shirt. I have a then <laughs> and now T-shirt that's still mint in mocks, actually, because um, I just the, the having. Anyway, but but with the castle, I, I lived through the controversy. And I can tell you <laughs> firsthand, there's a reason that the brides at the wedding pavilion had a fit. And they had to eventually cover the, uh-huh. the, the window behind where you get married. They had to put in the old <laughs> castle, basically, uh-huh. so you couldn't see the birthday cake. It, I guess it seemed like a good idea on paper. Sure, yeah. I've and seen pictures s- and it wasn't a good idea. They spent a lot of time and money to put giant life up there but it (laughs) if there is one thing that disney should have gotten rid of it it was that cake in my opinion so i'm glad that the castle now is a magical thing for you to see so i
1: never experienced that now i will say the 50th anniversary castle is beautiful i can't wait what they've done with that in real life is like oh my god that is yeah so for me that castle that's Damn, and that was your number two. That is my number three.
0: Oh, that was your number three.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, you, do, uh, you, uh, you, sure, you want to do? You want to do two? Sure, I can do two. So,
1: if you listened to the last episode, you know there was some controversy over the haunted mansion, oh, uh, and, and the placement. <laughs> um, so, my number two magical things about the Magic Kingdom is the haunted mansion itself.
0: Okay. Um, well, you gave it a whole spot. on I this, did on this a week's whole list. spot, so.
1: because I think. Uh, from the moment you walk up, and if the cast members are great and your experience starts there, it's fantastic all the way through. And if everything's working right. I think, for pound for pound, that's my favorite attraction in all of Walt Disney World. All of it. Um, I will do it multiple times, much to the chagrin of people I'm with. And, uh, they can and go I do, do if not they have care. To. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, I oh, Especially like now that. Because I just I went on the attraction in Disneyland yeah. a week ago or so, uh, and you know taking in the differences and it's great to go see the Hatbox Ghost. Uh-huh. I wish he would. I wish he would take up residence in Florida too. Yeah. I wish the overlay would take up residence in Florida too. That is amazing. That's, that's what I the, hear for Nightmare. Uh, but the thing I really missed in California is the plussing that's happened to the hitchhiking ghosts, because you know as someone who's been going to the Haunted Mansion for decades now Uh the first time a ghost popped my head (laughs) on onto Uh. my wife's head and switched our heads i was like what what have you done um you know and i will admit that changing like the big scary weird spider in in black light to the really cool staircases yeah, was it was super cool. Yeah,
1: I love. I I'm obsessed. To, uh, not to go down another rabbit hole, but did you like the Muppets haunted mansion movie that came out? I thought it was very fun. <laughs> I did too. I, I really really liked it. It was super fun.
0: I have a friend who does a bunch of the voices. Maybe we can even get him oh, nice. to talk to us at some point. That's awesome. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, it, yes, we will, we yeah. will. I I I. Appreciate that you put it there. Yes, we will. We will deep dive into that at number on two entirely episode. But yes, that is my number two. Okay. Well, you actually touched on my number two. That sounds horrible when you say well, it out loud. It depends. Um, <laughs> when you were talking about the, when you were talking about the haunted mansion, you brought up cast members, and cast members are my number two in terms of what makes it magical. For exactly what you 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 brought to your discussion of the haunted mansion, it's like when you have these cast members who you know are are they know that they're there for 8 hours in a day but I'm only there once yeah and when you've got a cast member who is into their role as you know a, a maid or butler at the haunted mansion or you know the great movie ride may she rest in peace <sighs> I know. you know those those cast the, the the skippers on the jungle cruise um you know all of the and and even even just you know, your your regular run of the mill cast members who don't have a, a scripted job like the mm-hmm. Jungle Cruise or whatever, you know, the 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 maintenance people that are like doing yeah. their, their painted uh-huh. Disney brush yeah. uh things early in the morning that evaporate and are gone or, you know, the, the cast member that just does something to make your day. Mm-hmm. Um, well, my wife and I had just gotten engaged back during the year of a million dreams. And uh, we were staying one night at the Polynesian uh, because we were meeting my mom and moving to a DVC uh-huh. resort the next day, but we'd never stayed at the Polynesian. And I mentioned to the cast member that you know we were celebrating our anniversary or our engagement. And she said, oh, well, that's great. Let me, let, let me do, let me see what we've got here. And she ended up moving, granted, it was a Monday, Just for a night. So it was maybe a little easier to sprinkle some pixie dust on it. But uh, when she handed me the key, I said to Jackie, I'm like, I think she said concierge level, which is now their club level. Uh Um, And she had. They had moved us to a park view. And we we had the standard view, which... I sometimes call the dumpster view not <laughs> not to insult Disney, but <laughs> if you're looking at a dumpster, they warned you it was standard. Uh-huh. It's usually a parking lot or maybe a tree, but uh, but moved us to a park view wow. castle off of our balcony. Access to the lounge that has food spread out, you know, all day long. You know, wow. finger foods or sandwich, whatever. Uh, we came back that night to watch the electric water pageant um and it, the bar was completely set up with liqueurs wow. and wine and beer and i so That's you know awesome. and it's because a cast member cared a cast member wanted to make some magic for us and awesome. so so that was my number two
1: yeah, that, uh, honestly, I feel ashamed I didn't put cast members on mine because <laughs> I think they can make a break. them in there somewhere. And, they, you... and I've only had one experience where cast members had had it and they yeah, were done. We, yeah, they exist. But I, I understand. It was a rough night for them. I get it. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, I think cast members have always kind of make or break your, your trip. Um, especially when I went down during the pandemic. Man, those guys are rock stars. Like they, they did they were working so hard to right
0: and and yes was and sometimes so, so underappreciated oh absolutely and probably underpaid honestly what's your number uh, two my number
1: two was haunted mansion so we're down to my right number one
0: so, my number one and I'll be curious as to what yours is because yes. did we match up I don't know uh, my mine is just nighttime in general nighttime at, at any of the parks yes um, because there's such a transformation. I said, uh, my wife didn't get to go with me to Disneyland the last time, we'll go back. But I was having dinner with a friend at Downtown Disney, and it was my first trip back after the pandemic. And I was in Downtown Disney, and I looked up, and I'm like, I'm back where the trees twinkle again. Yes. And it was my happy place. Yeah. Uh, You know, but but you mentioned lighting in a previous show. You know, Disney knows what it's doing in terms of theatrical lighting. The castle is always lit beautifully. The winter transformation. The first time I saw that, I I happened upon it in one of those magical Disney ways Uh where you're walking down Main Street and Anna and Elsa came out. Or no, this was back when it was the fairy godmother who still transformed it for Cinderella. That's how long ago it was. And I'm like, well, what's happening? And all of a sudden, you know, the icicles... I'm like, this is this is amazing. Pandora at night. Oh, Pandora uh, at night is the, you know, stunning. There are having having had a mom who tried to navigate in an ECV at Disney at night. They've done a great job of getting rid of curbs. <laughs> it's a little dark to try to sure. navigate sometimes, especially like at Epcot. I would uh-huh. notice, but but the ambiance. Yeah, oh yeah. The ambiance that it gives you at, at nighttime. I could. I could spend all day at night in the parks. So.
1: <laughs> no, and that's true, though. Like, there's there's sometimes where I've been there at night, and it's like, it's time to go. And I was like, no, not yet, though. Because, like, it, there's something different. Everything looks just completely different. And it's a very different vibe. Yeah. So my number one. Yes. That's a good number one. My number one is Mickey Mouse. Mm, Because it's Mickey Mouse Also, and I know you can meet Mickey at Hollywood Studios and other places But there's something so special about seeing Mickey in the Magic Kingdom To where I just turn into a a disaster of a human being Even though I'm aware, I'm in show business I know it's an actor in a suit It's a very short woman Yeah, exactly It's very flexible and energetic But still And it's still like, it's Mickey And when Mickey used to talk to you, which I know Mickey doesn't anymore that was also cool.
0: But. Except I remember the trip I took, I don't know, however long ago it was, where I was watching the Castle show. And I went, Mickey's mouth is moving. Mickey just blinked. I'm like, because <laughs> the Mickey of my youth. Oh, sure. Was, it wasn't the terrifying Mickey that, yeah. that you see in some older pictures. Yeah. but, um, But I was like. Mickey, Mickey is blinking now, and, and his <laughs> mouth is moving with the recorded stuff. I'm like, I, that was a that, but I certainly understand. Yes,
1: Mickey Mouse is very special to me, and like I have so, I have just a massive collection of Mickey's, and I'm not. Uh, me too. I have two actually over on the counter of the theater here, but uh, yeah, so unapologetically a Mickey Mouse fan, and meeting him is just the best thing on the planet. So, and it's it it's cool to meet Mickey anytime. But it's, there's something about meeting Mickey at Magic Kingdom that is like...
0: I, I talked about my first trip on, on a previous episode, I believe, um, that my dad had this connection from the Kansas City Star where he worked with the guy that was in charge of publicity. Uh. And, you know, and this was back in the 70s when, you know certainly organized meet and greet places didn't exist and characters would just sure. walk out or whatever. Um, and this, this connection that my dad had, a, had arranged for us to get like our own private little photo shoot with Mickey on the steps of City Hall. Oh wow. And it was, it was very surreal even as an eight year old to have people like telling people they had to stand back because Mickey was taking a picture with me and my mom and dad. And it, so not only do I have that picture, of the three of us in the 70s there, when I went back in 2007 to do the marathon, the Walt Disney World Marathon. So I was like, I want that Mickey medal. Um, And I finished before the pity pity bus picked me up. That was my (laughs) only goal. Um, But we recreated that photo, basically, and my wife took it and, you know, that's to have the then and, you know, the 1970s yeah. version and the early 2000s version of that picture with Mickey. Oh, that's um, so cool. It was, I guess the second one didn't have Mickey in it. We did find Mickey at that on that trip uh-huh. in a little kind of unexpected place. And we did, the, 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 oh, the cool. three of us did take our picture with him. Uh-huh. But But yeah, meeting Mickey in the Magic a very special Kingdom thing. is...
1: Yeah, so that's, that's my number one is meeting Mickey. And that's a very special thing to be. So
0: there you go. There's so many things about the Magic Kingdom, though, that, like,
1: that you know, I could talk about it probably for like four
0: hours. Yeah, yeah well, they named it well. It yeah. is a, it's a Magic Kingdom. Yeah. That's why we got so many ideas. But. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, so I, I absolutely love that. Well, if you're looking to go to
0: the Magic Kingdom, if Sean, you are, how could they do that? Well, I'd be happy to help. Um, you know, I am a professional travel designer. And my goal is always to give people the vacation that is going to be perfect for them because my perfect vacation is not your perfect vacation. There's different things you want, different schedules, different things your family wants. So uh, I always try to what what people get in me is someone who will listen to you and and use my expertise and my knowledge to help you navigate and get. Mm -hmm. What's going to make your vacation magical? Um, And you can find me on Facebook. It is Sean at Briar and Main, S-E-A-N, the Irish way. Uh, And also uh, the Briar and Main website is briarandmain.com. You can find my agent page there uh, and ask for a quote. Or you can call me here in Iowa or across the country on your mobile phone (laughs) uh, at
1: 319-214-5085. See, and I, I can vouch for him. I have used him for an upcoming trip. So Because you got time away from your theater. I did, yes, which is The Mockingbird on Main, which is where we record all these. But also, if you're in the Davenport area,
0: uh, look us up. It's um, also what makes us Main Street men. We realize, it is on We never Main really explained. No, we didn't. That, that I work at Briar and Main Travel mm-hmm. Boutique, and you work at The Mockingbird on Main. Which is on Main Street here in Davenport, Iowa. But if you want to look
1: at a, uh, and on any of the social medias look up The Mockingbird on Maine. we also have some streaming uh, shows that are available on our website so you don't necessarily have to be here you can access those and we'll have more of those coming up as well so Sean as always it's a pleasure to be chatting with you of course you too and we'll see you real soon